Welcome to episode 86 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing a hell of a lot better than the Red Sox, but stay tuned for that and Mike's twirl around Uh-oh. the world of sports in five minutes or less. <laughs> Coming later in the show, so... <laughs> But let's just say I'm doing quite. I'm doing a lot better than the Red Sox. <laughs> All right, um, got a good trio today for tastings. Uh, first one on the docket is yeah, buddy. Oh, I think in reference to our good friend Pauly Shore. Uh, it actually on the can says yeah, and then buddy b u u u d d y. Uh, it's a juicy New England IPA from Champion Brewing Company in Charlottesville, Virginia. Had to look at my notes there for a second. Uh, the stats on this one, 6.4% alcohol, 54 IBUs. And if anybody's keeping track of the hops, uh, El Dorado, uh, Mandarina, Bavaria, and Cascade. How about them apples? I like them apples. Actually, there's no apples in the making of this particular beverage, but it's a good quote from Goodwill Hunting. I was just going to say that's one of the greatest, uh, do I we got, say disses or whatever? It's like, <laughs> I got you, a you number. Like, you like apples? I got a number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> All right. Let's crack this open. That was a pretty good Pauly Shore, too, by the way. I almost introduced our listeners, our special guest today, Pauly Shore. <laughs> All right, buddy. I never really did like any of his movies, to, to be quite honest. Oh, I thought they were funny. They were entertaining. I wasn't going to, you know, well, that's I wasn't going to pay the premium. That's, yeah, that's, that's coming from a guy who's taken major pain to a desert island with him, though. So, um <laughs> And I'm not saying I didn't watch. I'm not saying I didn't laugh. I mean, there were some. Right. I just wouldn't consider myself, especially a stand-up. I think a stand-up's fucking awful. Oh, but. yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, real piney note. Huh? That's different. Stay tuned. Yeah, that's... Um, Stay tuned. I don't... I'm not, not going to explain it right now. It's not as piney... As the, as the notes. And uh, I think Piney has, uh, this will be a great segue, loyal listener Chuck McPeak, wish him a happy belated birthday. I did wish him a birthday on his birthday and shared pizza that his supervisor bought on the day of his birthday. So happy belated birthday, Chuck. And I wonder if he was the only one when I said Piney if he thought of uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh. (laughs) Because I'm I'm almost certain that was uh, Opie's dad's name was Piney. I think it was. So... Boy, we came full circle there. Yeah, we did. Holy cow. And um, speedy recovery to loyal listener Brian Adams, loyal listener and one-time donator. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thursday, he had hernia surgery. Uh, I believe it was a hiatal hernia. Uh, He's going to be off work. Well, I think he's going to be off at least two weeks, but then even when he comes back, he can't do his full job in its entire capacity. Oh, that sucks. he, uh, He said, I talked to him. Well, I didn't talk to him. I texted him Thursday. He said surgery went well, and he was just sore as fuck. So, hey, happy belated, well. happy belated birthday, Chuck, and get well, Brian. Happy birthday, Chuck. Before we get into the, uh, the other thing I want to do, a little shout-out 
because this is a beer tasting pod. Oh yeah. And um, Emily, coworker, who has listened to maybe, well, probably listens to, has listened to fewer episodes than my younger sister Caitlin, but she has listened before. All right. But she came across something and brought it to him and it, like, hey, you don't have to be beer. We'll take free stuff. So prior to the pod, oh, you and yeah. I, she brought a couple cans of Blake's from from Blake's Hard Cider Company. It's called Wisteria, infused with lavender. And I think the description hits it perfectly. It says, find tranquility in this limited summer offering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that's a perfect description, tranquility, because it was a very smooth. Agreed. Tasting. You, there was a little, obviously the cider taste. Oh, well, after yeah. it's a hard cider. Sure. So you should taste the cider. Right. And then that lavender was just like a you almost feel like you're at a spa getting ready for a, a manicure or pedicure or something. So Yeah, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I figured it two of these and if I'm in a hammock, yep. good night, Irene. Exactly. And then I think this is well enough. Like, you know, maybe once we get to a hundred episodes, maybe like episode one oh one and one oh two, one oh one we'll do a hard cider tasting. There you go. And one oh two we'll do a, a hard seltzer test. At some point yep. we ought to broaden our exactly. horizons. But hey, thanks for Emily. That was our pre-pod selection. Was yeah, Wisteria you. from Blake's Hard Cider. Um, if I had to give it a rating on our beer, I would go two seven five, just because there's not enough of a beer taste to it because it's not a beer. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't even at this point. I would I would want to taste it against other ciders. Good call. But yeah. that's why I say if I was going to put a score yeah, on sure, it, sure, sure, sure. Very drinkable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. All right, so now loyal now, listeners. Now we're like, we, we, we tangent right into. Yeah, and now the loyal listeners say, uh oh, what did they screw up on last week? Because that's usually the cue music that we play when we, you know, say something. So, but not we, it's usually me. But, you know, Dave's made a mistake. Occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, we call that our corrections corner. And it's not really a correction, it's just that I'm an idiot and did not connect the dots. Connect on. the dots. And forgive me if I mispronounce your name, Thomas Holbel, H-O-E-L-B-L, the second. And I never put two and two together that, because I've never called him Thomas. Okay. I know Thomas Holbel the second, and Tommy, if I'm mispronouncing that, correct me, please. I only know him as Tommy from... Insert rival pop company here, but no free ads to especially the competition. Tommy from yeah. that company. I've never called him Thomas, didn't know he was a second, and did not know his last name. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, hey, we got a friend out, you know, we got a. Yeah. Anyway, Tommy is from, from Spilling the Nachos. All right. Who just released their ninth episode. They record on Saturdays, and it's usually out. Um, on Sunday morning to listen to. Uh, I don't know how, well, I get the alert from Spotify. Hey, a program you follow just released a new episode. Right. I get that on Sunday mornings. So they're churning along. Uh, and Nate actually works with me. And they're funny show. They, they drink while they do the pod. 
they don't rate like we do. Gotcha. And they, you know, they and theirs is kind of like ours. You know, talk about this, that, and the other thing. Gotcha. Um, and they've extended the olive branch and would like us to be on their pod, and they would like to do a tasting because Tommy is basically Tommy, and I'm going to embarrass him here a little bit, I think, because. Well, actually, Nate does a good enough job with it on that. But, like, Tommy's drink is Bud Light with ice cubes. So if you didn't think Bud Light was watery enough, just put some ice cubes in that son of a bitch and re- get it really watered down. So Tommy's not an IPA guy at all, but he is right. willing to. And I posted on the Flights Football and Anything Else Facebook page. Go on there and give us a like, everybody, please. Um, I found one, and I said that I was cheating on you. Because oh, I only right, had yeah. one, and it was from Who Farted Brewing, which I believe is one that we have in our second tasting tonight. Got a good and one there. It, it's called $60 Nachos. Yeah. And their program is Spilling the Nachos. I think that would be a perfect f- for when they come on our pod. Um, so I told Nate I would bring it up to you, and we're going to kick some dates around. Like I say, they record on Saturdays, and we record on Sundays. And we'll get it. We'll get it worked out. Late. Yeah. Nate threw me under the bus and ripped me a new asshole on episode eight of spilling the nachos, and said that I I don't remember setting a date by late July. I said, yeah, well, I'd like to do a sure. You know, you're on our pod. We're on your pod. I'd like to do a collaboration. That'd be fun. You know. Yeah. You know, no, so, we got to Yeah, in my schedule too. With uh, yeah, with well, take I've got three kids to try to get to school here, and it's not like going to high school anymore. Now this is this is a. This is a fucking process. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I don't drop the F-bomb lightly because there's been mess-ups with um, scholarships and and mess-ups with um, forms and this, that, and the FAFSA and student aid. And so just trying to get all that situated. I mean, I've heard heard horror stories with, you know, people trying to get one kid to college, but I've got three right now at the same time, so. And then our older boy, and then. Uh, Wednesday, our older boy's moving, leaving the nest. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Leaving it's the right. nest. He's right. leaving the nest, which is good. Um, no offense, Justin. I mean, love you, but you know, you're 25. It's time to get on with the next part of your life. Um, and then the 27th, I got a personal day approved. Uh, Nick move, moves to Ferris. Right. Friday the 27th, uh, 11 to 2. So, but yeah, so definitely that's something to look forward to. Um, Mike and Dave on Spilling the Nachos with Nate and Tommy, and Nate and Tommy on Flights, Football, and Anything Else with Mike and Dave. So, we'll pit it. Hell, Nate, hell, Nate, I know where he works. It's not like we're going anywhere. We'll figure something out, so quit your fucking crying. <laughs> All right. Um, what you got next? What else? Oh. Uh, Grandpa Blackhawk. Send, I got a text from Dana. Because we had been talking about going to the Spit and Chicklets. Uh, ice hockey or roller hockey street hockey tournament that was in Detroit uh, Friday and Saturday this past week mm-hmm. and yesterday morning at 1026 I get a t- text from uh, uh, Grandma Blackhawk Larry's <laughs> been sitting on the porch with a packed suitcase since about 630 last night he did come in once to pee and it looked like he had been crying are you guys still friends and then I text back. I said, well, I knew him avoiding me was his way of not wanting to go. Otherwise, he would have called, text me every 38 minutes since Monday. Um, <laughs> so, but we were b- very busy at work. I'm extremely shorthanded. And 
So I couldn't go. I, Friday was out, and then I got up early Saturday, and I was kind of thinking about it. And I actually, for a change, got out. Well, I didn't really get out early on Saturday. I worked seven and a half hours, so I go in at four. Sure. Um, I'm like, do I check the schedule of what's going on for the spit and chicklets thing on Saturday and leave at 1130? And then I was like, uh, it's just too much hassle. And the, the main, one of the other reasons is, is perhaps it's delusions of grandeur. I don't know. I think even though that would have been fun going down there, I probably would have hate drank and just power drank to get fucking mad because I think our podcast could be as good as those, except <laughs> we're the tree falling in the forest and there was nobody there, so right. does our podcast make a sound? You know, sure. obviously, and I don't want to even say, you know, at Biz Nasty, um, he's a great guy, they, does a great job. Brian Whitney appears, Brian Whitney actually cashed in big on NHL. Uh, Paul Dustinet has an excellent personality and busts his ass and markets himself. So you know they deserve every all the money sure. and fame and fortune and you know Pink Whitney's they can get. I'm not right. denying that. And RA is pretty good and everything, but RA is me and you. RA yeah. is Nate and Tommy. Yeah. RA is uh, Wes and West Ledesma and Dave McPeak. Boy, there's two names we haven't mentioned. One, come on, <laughs> don't forget the popcorn. Fucking release another one. Their movies are back out. Come on, you guys. Um. That I mean, right. the RA is no better than any of us, and yet he just happened to be with Mike Grinelli at a place with Ryan Whitney, and RA said to Mike, or Mike said to Ryan, hey, you and Whit should do a podcast together. Yeah. And voila. And, you know, obviously an ex-NHLer is going to have more clout sure. than you and I. Sure, sure, sure. So I would have went there, and I just saw RA. He's a 40-ish balding yeah. Guy like you and I, right? And uh, well, we're fifty issues, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. anyway. I so I would, I would, I would have just, you know, I would, <laughs> they would have had Pink uh, Whitney's there, and I was like, I would have just been guzzling Pink Whitney's and you know, yelling shit out, and you're probably getting jumped in Detroit, and I might be, maybe I'd be stabbed right now, bleeding to death on Woodward Avenue as we speak. <laughs> Doubtful, <laughs> but uh, no, I was just watching the the post fight interview today, Dana White's post fight interview from uh, UFC two mm-hmm. two sixty five. And um, they were talking about uh, the timing and, um, um, oh, shit, uh, uh, Gain, um, his first name. Cyril. Cyril, Cyril Gain. And, they were, and some of the interviewers were asking some questions. Now, now mind you, this is the, and I don't know if you planned on talking about the USC fight, but to go to your point about how things happen, they were saying, well, you know, what about the matchup? What about the, you know, championship fight between uh, Nagano and 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 gain and blah, blah 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 and dana white's like jesus guys it's the post it's the post fight interview i don't know when that's going to happen and they talked about uh gain's rise in the last three years he goes, guys i've said this before i've said this almost every interview it's all about timing life is all about timing so our time will come at some point so don't fret mike all right don't don't hate drink all right well, yeah, I won, and that's part of you're the You're so ugly when you hate drink. I know it. Well, it, which, <laughs> that's actually a perfect segue, because some of our loyal listeners have actually seen the perfect storm. And now, I know you've seen me, you know, on the on pods, go off on rants where I'm real at, but I'm not really mad, I'm just real passionate, and, you know, get into my rant, and like, fuck this, and I, that, I don't understand, motherfuck this, I, mother, you know, blah, blah. Yeah, you've seen that. Yeah. And how long have we been friends? Max started playing football in fourth or fifth grade? Fourth. 
So let's say the sorry, first, I was taking a drink. So, so the I first know. year we didn't, uh, we probably didn't really talk much other than maybe the nod of the head here or there. Right, right. And you taught Justin, but again, I didn't know all of Justin's teachers. So Max was in Not fourth till high grade. School, let's yeah. say it was fifth grade. Come on, numbers guy. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. So eight years we've been friends. Yeah, roughly. Um, yeah, give or take. And so obviously, and you helped coach the youth football team. More on that later. Um, well, through youth, youth basketball and yeah, et cetera, et cetera. and we, we we became friends. And like, I I know you've seen me get mad. Yeah. At the kids, like you know, I was always the good cop coach. Yeah. And but when I when I would get mad, the kids would be like. Oh fuck! What you know? What do we do? You know, even See, even. Yeah, well, I, I I've I known you well enough now. As as long as we're going on the point, uh, and in the last pod, what? that's where I'm getting. <laughs> okay, I, was right, right, say, right. I was just gonna I was just gonna say, have you ever? That was a, by a, design. In, in our eight year, yeah, and it's too bad we. That, and our listeners don't know what we're talking about because this was after the recording. Yeah. Okay. You're right. And I I know like Grandpa Blackhawk <laughs> has seen it hundreds of times. Um, uh, Chuck McPeak has seen it at least once on a bus ride home at a work function where the perfect storm of money, alcohol, and my favorite sports team all of a sudden, anyway, long story short, which at this point is impossible. Is that the first time you've ever seen that? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think. Well, I, with those three elements involved... Probably, yeah. but I knew it was coming because you were telling me, "Don't tell That's me, right. don't tell and, me the and, score, and here's don't the tell story. me the so score." So here's the story. This is all right. As the listeners know, I had a, a wager last week that I was two and zero on, and the third and final leg of that three team parlay was the Red Sox. I had Tampa Bay minus a run and a half, and the way I'm looking at it is like, "Hey, I'm a Red Sox fan. If the Red Sox beat Tampa, avoid the sweep. Cool. If Tampa Bay wins by run and a half or more." That's one hundred and forty-five dollars. Not going to retire on it, but one hundred forty-five dollars, one hundred forty-five dollars. Right. So we ended. Up, I said, hey, "Look down at the bottom of my glass. I see him out of beer." Blah, 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 blah. And we ended the thing. Dave finished editing like he does every pod, and I'm looking right at the score, Mike. Um, you want me to tell you? No, I don't want to know. And he must have said it three times. And after the third time, I'm thinking to himself, "Well, he must be the guy that wants to be the bearer of good news." And hey, dude, you just won one hundred and sixty bucks or whatever. I sit on the pod. And I'm like, all right, fine, Dave, go ahead and tell me. He said, I tap a one, three to two. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I thought the guy wanted to give me bad news, but apparently he's just bending me over the fucking bar stool and just shoving it up my hoops. You know, no, I saw No it. lube sandpaper finish. No. I'm like, why the fuck would he want to insist on giving me that horrendous, horrible news? So I got up. And I, I don't, the only thing I don't recall. What did you chuck? You my phone. Oh. And the otter box, otter box did it. The otter box took one for the team. Oh but my it, god! No uh, way! Oh yeah! You threw that thing oh, yeah. seventy she, feet. She went. Oh yeah! She went down and boom, 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 And I, I don't remember if I swore or yelled. And then I think the only thing I remember you said your iPad. I said fucking keep it. No. <laughs> and then I was starting right. to turn right, and I said, you know what? This is going to get real ugly if I go right home. So I turned left, and then by the time I, you know. You got to the, the corner, line. turned right, yeah. turned right again. But then I'm like, all right, well, fuck. I guess I, you know, I'm thinking, well, I probably lost a podcasting partner or whatever. But no, absolutely it, not. No, that was by design. And here's where I was coming okay. from because you told me that, and you said it was it was after the second time. I said, well, the game's over, Mike. I could tell you the score. Um, because I could see the demeanor. You know, you were you were like, yeah, there was you had that edge, and you seemed not. 
not right with the world. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of him going home, because I'm gonna oh. hear, I'm gonna hear motherfucker from the North Studio. All right, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fair. I got. I, figured, I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking this I was guy's thinking at least in my pain. No, I was thinking at least you'd have to walk home to like <laughs> settle down before you break down the door, because because the last thing All you right. said was well. You, you said just what you you told the listeners. You're like, well, shit. I mean, if whatever, Dave. I mean, if Boston wins, then it's okay. And if the only scenario <laughs> is that Tampa only wins by a point, and right, then it, right run, then I went, run. yeah, they won three by they won three and to I'm two. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy really enjoys seeing my fucking. I did. It was the perfect. It was it was just like how a tornado is. You know, oh, yeah. hot air with meets cold air. And all of a sudden, you, get, you and you it's, get it's, it's alcohol, my favorite team, and money. And all of a sudden, just a world. Because the pod was fine, you know. You, know, you those picked couple, up, your, you picked up your bag, you walked you walk through the, the garage of the, the South Studio, and <laughs> I see this object getting chucked into the air. And Chuck is actually. If that's his phone, that phone is dead. Chuck has seen you know a phone go through the air, and it, this is without question the greatest throw in history of throws. Because we were on a we we went to the Red Wing game the day Ohio State allegedly beat Miami at the Fishman Eight, and I still go round and round about that because he's a Buckeye fan. I'm a Miami Hurricane fan, and um, sorry to hear that, Fish. I thought Miami won, then the flag came out past her, yada, 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 Ohio State wins. We get to back to the facility in, in a bus, and the bus is set up so at the back, there's a, the little, kind of like a doggy door, where you put your empties. Oh, okay. And I get up, and I'm like, I fucking quit. Fire the phone across the bus, and boom, it went right through the old doggy <laughs> oh, door, shit. right into the empties. And I walked out, and that night, it was like, obviously, national championship game is January, whatever, so... It was 10. 10 degrees at warmest, probably. And I didn't have a jacket because I didn't need one in a bus. And then, and, I, and Liz was actually on that trip. Honestly, you should have been an Antarctic researcher yeah. or something because you, you do really well. In- right. And then, but here's the thing, though it's like, so we park on the 38th Street side of the building. Fuck, I'm walking home. And then, yeah, everybody's, uh, like, and then Liz is with me. You know, sorry, Liz, embarrassing you in front of my coworkers like that because I'm sure that was real, real of treat. And so I get to the corner of 38th and uh, Broadway, turn right. By the time I get to the middle of our facility, I'm like, God damn, it's fucking cold. I ain't going to be able to make it home to Saginaw on this. Liz pulled on to 38th Street. She said, get in the car. I, I'm like, ah, I'll show everybody I'm not getting in the car. And then I got to the where our parking lot is. She says, get in the car. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking walking home from Bay City. And then by the time I get to what was then a laundromat, um, the building's still there. The laundromat's been closed for a couple of years or 10 years or however long it has been since time flies. And then it's like, she pulls into the laundromat parking lot. I'm like, okay, I better get in the car here because she's probably about ready to leave. And it's fucking cold out. <laughs> and plus, nobody can see me anymore anyway. So yeah. I, pr- I proved my point to them. <laughs> 24 miles at 10 degrees. Yeah, yeah you've been a freaking mixical. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so I think that was, I think the after 80, episode 85 had concluded, I think that was the first time in eight years <laughs> you've seen that. Right. Trio of ingredients lead to just a nuclear meltdown. Well, now being a youth football coach, I've seen Mm. potential aneurysms on the field, but you were stone sober. Right. 
your favorite team was right, involved. and that was just to motivate the kids and right. you know, get you know light a fire under them and whatnot. That's part of coaching. That's right. Yeah, so that's what I said. I know you've seen me. Well, there's actually a couple times where your head was bleeding, and I thought maybe an aneurysm oh. popped. No, those are just, yeah, those are just headbutts. That's just yeah. when you headbutted the kids, and one of the screws from the, yeah. from the mask yeah. cut your head open. That's, I remember that we were in uh, one of those podunk towns before the game, and I was doing the headbutts. I started bleeding. That it was, I think it was Christian Drain's first year uh, on the team. He's like, he's like, just looking at me, and I'm like, "What's up, Christian?" He's a coach. You're bleeding. I said, "It's football. I ain't got time to bleed." <laughs> <laughs> Gave old Jesse the body. He's just like looking at me like this fucking guy's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, was he wrong? No, he was not wrong. So, <laughs> all right. All right, anything else, or should we rate? Uh, I think we should rate this one. What was it called, Yo Buddy? This is one of the rare times when I've just got one last pull here, and you've, you've got probably two. And it, you brought it, so you give the first rating. And I'm going to I'm gonna say something. I want to go ahead. Yeah, all right. So um, really good IPA. I would call it, I would uh, put this under the solid IPA category. Um, it's a... American style, so it shouldn't be. I don't know. I, no, it's American, so it, you know it's. It doesn't have the fruity, super uh, grapefruity taste. You know, like Mike said, it was. It's. It's a little more piney. Um, I don't know if you'd put dank into the vocabulary for this one or not. So, super solid IPAs. I usually put in the three to three point five range. So I'll split the difference and go three point two five. All right. And since you are done, and I actually do have one more drink left, I had mine written down before yours. No, no dank at all. What about this? A slightly watered down, two hearted. Hmm. There, I yeah. I this is almost like two hearted light, yeah. with a little more flavor than two hearted light. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, and the fifty-four IBUs are definitely. I would, I would say that spot on. Yes, I'm very, I'm very proud of the, the that this listeners, and I know the majority of our listeners don't give a frog's fat ass what we rate these beers because a lot of the listeners don't even drink beers, and those that drink beer don't even drink the IPA. But anyway, for what it's worth, this might be my best. Is not my highest rated beer, but it might be my best review. Okay, I because right. I actually think there this has this has the uh, ma- uh, two-hearted makeup. And gotcha. That makeup's not the proper word. Profile. There you go. There That's you go. Perfect. Thank word. you. Wow, you're nailing yeah, it. Holy so shit! This has a two-hearted profile, but just not the the caramel car- caramel edge that two-hearted brings. But quite tasty, and I'm going three point double nickel three five five. All right. Well, let me see. Untapped. Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't know if this is a new release or a limited release or what kind of a release this is, but 174 check-ins. All right now. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to get on there and be the 175th. Well, and I'll be the 176th. But uh, with 174 check-ins, our friends at Untapped, 3.49. Oh. So right there yep, between us. Yep. And we're a little closer yeah. to you. You were a little more spot on on that one. But you would have won the prices right. Well, yeah, Mike, I'd love to win the prices right. But for now, let's go on to our second tasting. And this comes from Hoofhearted Brewing. Uh, we've had a couple of Hoofhearted selections before. 
Uh, this one falls into the category, I haven't even tasted it yet, but you would call a banger. Yes. Or or more potentially an uppercut to the lower mandible. Yes, and I've, ever since you told me about it yesterday when we went to your your place, I've been looking forward to this all day. That's why I didn't pre-pot as much as I normally do, which some of our <laughs> listeners are probably happy with, some are probably disappointed with. But when you told me there was a, uh, what's the scale say? Huh? What's the scale? What's the tail of the tape on this bad Oh, boy? the tail of the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the stats on this one, uh, 13.5%. Had to say that slow. As Paulie Shore would say, yeah, yeah buddy. Woohoo. Ow. All right. Uh, it is a full pint. And IBUs are NA. Of course. Now, they do on this one, I will say, it's a double mashed imperial stout uh, conditioned, on an abs- conditioned on an absurd amount of roasted hazelnut, vanilla, hoof coffee, and a touch of milk sugar. Lactose for the... I think it's. I think milk sugar is lactose, and it is a weird, weird can. Can you describe that? Because I don't even know what kind of animal is, is that it, supposed to be. A griffin I, or a? There's. A, I think it's a. I think it's cross between many things, like a, like a unicorn. Though it's there's no. I guess it can't be a unicorn unless the horns underneath the helmet he's wearing, but almost like a horse slash pterodactyl. And what's the mythology? The the anim, the horse that flies. What's that called in mythology? Like Game of Thrones fans would know. Oh what no, no, you're talking about Pegasus. Is that what that? Yeah, that like would, a Pegasus. Yeah. Or is, are the wing the wings are on the horse, not the lady. That right, is a lady. That's what right? I'm saying. Pegasus was the horse. Right. That, or is that a lady or a guy? Who knows? Can we tell anymore? I don't think so. I, I don't think we're supposed to discuss <laughs> that. Sorry. We'll, we'll edit that out. Um. No, but the the person is playing. They are playing a saxophone. And they've got kind of a horned helmet, like a Viking something or other, uh, carrying around a bunch of hoof. Uh, the 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 particular flying animal, whatever that is, has got some hoof-hearted beer they're carrying around. But um, the name of it is "All My Friends Are Dead." Yep. So if we remember the other one we tried, and I'm I, I'm not remembering the name of it right now, but it was the, the can itself. The artwork was a playoff the movie "Better Off Dead." Right. Yeah. So I wonder, do the hoof-hearted people have a thing with death? I don't know. Maybe that's why I follow them on Instagram. Apparently, <laughs> that's possible. But then, I guess all my friends are dead, meaning you're just going to want to keep drinking this till you join them. I'm thinking that's Possibly. what I'm hoping for. Possibly. So let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Who sings that song? Boom, 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 boom. All right. Oh yeah, she's. Oh man, this is that darker is, than that is what we call thirty weight right there. Holy this smokes. is what this is what old Jed Clampett struck when he moved to, <laughs> looks moved to just, Tennessee. It just it looks exactly. I haven't even drank this yet. Are you kidding me? Uh, looks exactly like what came out of the ground. Oh, I, I coffee. Don't, yeah. Wow. Coffee and hazelnut on the nose, and you know, as the listeners know, IPA guys turning into stout guys. So let's see if the trend continues. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm telling you what, bro. It, it's almost like, you know. You could put yourself under the table so fast with this. This is rich. Yeah, you could, yeah. I, I think you could pour this over pancakes. Okay, so now, what they told me at Opperman's is either A, you cut this with something like vanilla, more vanilla more chocolatey if you don't like the, the hardcore coffee hazelnut, or... 
and I, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. You put this in, you, you know, you fill a pint glass half full with this and put in two scoops of vanilla, like Briar's vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm going straight. For, I, I want the 13.5% effect, Dave. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that's with, what we're here for. But, you know, and that just like, poof, my brain yeah, just I would, went. I wouldn't, I. This is, and, and they were right. This would be delicious with ice cream. And it's amazing. You could work, I can work this in. You could lob this softball up on a platter. Putting the, all my friends are dead from Hoof Hearted Brewing. That's the first time I fucked that up in a while. Hoof Hearted Brewing Company at 13.5%. Pouring that uh, over ice cream. You put in, the ice cream in it like well, a flow. Okay, that's fine. Like putting ice cream in it, putting this over ice cream, in my opinion, is the equivalent of receiving a Blumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> it, they just don't go together, bro. It just it, sell me on it as much as you want. I'm gonna try it. I don't, the Blumpkin or the ice no. cream? No, <laughs> ice cream. The two just do not go together. And hey, if, if I went over your guys' head on the Blumpkin, just go to UrbanDictionary.com find out what Blumpkin means. It's right next to Bukaki. <laughs> And and right before uh, Dirty Sanchez, <laughs> God. All right, <laughs> let's move. Or, or this Dirty into Raccoon. <laughs> dirty Raccoon's let's, a good one. Let's move this into a different different. All right, but yeah, there's no way I'd put ice cream on this. I, I, they're just two pleasures that I don't want to mix. It's just like okay. the nexus of the universe. How can the same street intersect with itself? Um, yeah. So all right, did you use, we, use the word nexus? Yeah. Oh, that's you've done very well. Well, it's a Seinfeld line. Okay. Where well, Kramer's there at, you go. Where Kramer's at the phone booth, and he's at... Uh, uh, I didn't know if you were watching Neil deGrasse or something Joe's like that. Famous or Pizza... Uh, what's the fucking pizza place? Anyway, that's another yeah. story. Um, speaking of Seinfeld, though, okay. uh, what have you been watching um, lately? Just try, I'm trying real hard because I know they're going to continue the, uh, the Billions season. I don't know if I'll actually be able September to September 6th, it. I believe. Yeah, but we don't have showtime, so right. I don't know. I th- I'm going to have to wait a little bit. I was in a rush to finish season four, but Billions is so good. It is so good. Um, I've been touting um, Ted Lasso, and it is still great. But the second season, I have to say, I'm not trying to keep anybody from watching it because it is still good, but it seems a little, I, like I said on the last pod, it seems a little forced. It seems a little... Like it's I don't not, think that was on the last pod. That was on my driveway when you returned. Oh, really? You brought the business Well, if I didn't over. say it on one of the last pods, it's like, you know, I hate to sound too nerdy, but it's just the, the first season was so org- organic. I mean, the, the chemistry between the, the characters and stuff, it just seems so real, like with Billions. You right. know what I mean? Um, and in season number two right now, it just it's it seems like the characters and, and the actors trying to get into character and, and how they interact with everybody... Just seems a little forced. Right. Um, it's not quite as good. Um, it's not quite as snappy, and but it's it's still good. It's still entertaining. Um, especially the the second episode is it ends it ends on a really good note. All right, I do not have, I do not have, I do not have. Boy, this too far just hitting the. the I think we got yeah. us so excited about trying it because it you know um, came on a high. That is uh, Apple TV, right? Ted Lasso's Apple TV, correct? Right. Okay. So those of you without Apple TV, you can get a free one free episode. They kind of it's like a drug dealer, you know. They hook yeah, you with that, the one. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's I, that's not even worth it. There was a porn reference there, but I, it, the timing wasn't right, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, Don't need to force anything, Mike. Right. Uh, 
Anything else or? Uh, not really. I just finishing up on the Olympics and. So. I got these two from RA, who I in segment one said you and I are RA, and that's why I didn't go to the spit and chickless thing. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but Connie Britton's in it again. Muff's had the hots for her lately. Liz and I watched the first episode. It's a weekly thing on HBO Max. I will put on Facebook the title of it because it's escaping me right now. Grandpa Blackhawk's probably yelling it out because I know he listens to Spit and Chicklets too. Um, the other thing that he he watched, so I watched, it's Woodstock 99. This is a documentary from Ringer Films. Ringer's a, a Bill Simmons production. And that was very entertaining. And what I thought, what I grasped from all of it, it's very interesting, well worth the watch, about an hour and 40 minutes, HBO Max, Woodstock 99. But remember two pods ago on the random question, I said, what uh, ability would you like? And I wanted to be a UFC fighter, just be able to knock any dude out at any time. Right. And, of course, naturally you said badminton. Um, so <laughs> so uh, I, I might, of course, this isn't a sport, but they showed when... When both Kid Rock, and again, this is Kid Rock in 99 when Kid Rock was the shit. Right. And Limp Biscuit were on stage. There were half a million people there in New York. It was at a, a, a Air Force base sure. that had been yep. closed down. Like the, the city escapes me right now, but that's irrelevant. Yeah. And there was 300,000, half a million, whatever it was. And Fred Durst is out there singing Break Something. And the camera is just showing the crowd. And to have the power to have a half a million people just lose their fucking mind has got to be the thrill of a lifetime. Yeah. So as a performer, I mean, to look out there and say, these people are reacting to me. I mean, boy, talk about a God complex. I mean... (laughs) You know, he's just singing right. break something. Just one of those days. It's all about the he said, she said bullshit. Oh, yeah. Leave it with a fat lip. identify with oh, all yeah. of that. And, and, and there's a half a million people just in unison moving back and forth. Mosh pit here, mosh pit there. And it was just, it, that. that's what I took out. The whole documentary is interesting. Yeah. Um, did you find the title of the Connie Britton? Yes, The White Lotus. Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's a weekly thing. I think tonight is episode five. Liz and I have only watched the first one. And last and surely least, I challenge anybody to watch this one. And I'm almost positive the only re- it, it was a USA series. I want to say it ran 2006 to 2010. No, 2006 to 2009. It was four seasons. Okay. In that era right. on USA. It's called the 4400. Uh, everybody, there was a drug called Permycin. It was getting injected, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Much like COVID. There's a lot of COVID similarities with okay. this thing. So it was like right. 12. And that's why they, I personally, I've never read that, but I personally think that's why Netflix said, hey, this is kind of like, let's re-release it. Season one is a pretty good series. Season two, all right, that's not bad. Season three is like, eh, this is getting kind of weird. But like uh, the aforementioned Nate from, the big dog from Spilling the Nacho said, when he starts a series, he's going to watch it. He's going to finish it. Right. He ain't no quitter. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, my favorite t-shirt, <laughs> Rehab is for Quitters. Season four, 
Yeah. It, it almost reminded me of when the boys were little and I used to have to watch the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's um, that's almost what Liz and I watch. <laughs> really? Fucking, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> but it was like we got to see. I mean, fuck, we've invested this much time. We're gonna we're gonna finish. And Chuck's look. Chuck's yelling at uh, his radio right now, saying, "Well, you never finished Carnival on HBO, you motherfucker." But because I watched two episodes right. of that years ago. But anyway, so yeah, you got me on that, Chuck. So I'll save you the rag on that, but. Yeah, uh, the forty four hundred. I dare anybody to watch that. And like I said, seasons one and two is like, ah, oh, this is kind of cool. I mean, interesting, a little sci fi action, a little mystery, a little drama. Right. Season three is like, ah, oh, this is pretty bad. And season four is quite clear why they stopped it at four seasons because <laughs> that was fucking dumb. It was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with no costumes. <laughs> it, it was, but listen, so, whoo, we finally got through with that. So anyway. Oh, American Horror Story. I did yeah. re- finish rewatching season one. The mm-hmm. new uh, season comes out August right. 26th. Really looking forward to that. All right. So Good. Wow. I'll check out White Lotus. I have not... Uh... Yeah, well, like I said, we've only seen... And there's there's a big thing with... Uh, I don't know his name, but when you see his face, you'll know the actor. There's a big thing with uh, full frontal male nudity these days. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Nope, not that one. No. Uh so now nah, we'll get to it later. All right. We'll get to it at break. Um when this isn't full frontal because he's actually got a, he's got the he's got the, the wrench covered up and you just see the you just see the jewels, but in the line he gives, I I fucking laughed hysterically. But uh Fuck you. Uh oh. Are we to that time? Yes, sir. All right, I didn't have one this week until I fired up my phone to look up a little, uh, a couple notes for the What Do You Think, Dave, which is after this. And when I swiped up my phone, my Words with Friends app popped up. And I just want to give a big fuck you to those people on Words with Friends that are big into messaging. And the profile pitch is usually of some gal who makes candy samples look flat chested. So, um, and even, you know, you younger, <laughs> you younger people Google candy samples, and you'll see what I mean. And I'm like, okay. And then there's, there's an, in the upper right hand corner, there's a chat notification. And I'm always curious. I always hit accept chat. Hi. Yep. Hi. <laughs> Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, and then it leads to, and it, hey, are you on Hangouts so we can get to know each other better? Or are you into Bitcoin? It's like, yeah, that's what, two things. I, I'm looking to get laid playing words with friends. <laughs> so to, by all means, let's go to Hangouts so I can get to know you because, you know, your gazillion cup breasted profile picture, I know you're probably a 450 pound fat fucking slob. Who net, who showers once every other month, and you're trying to hook up with some twelve year old kid when you pick him up at a, a, a bus stop or something somewhere in Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> so I get that it's like, and and yeah, so I'm not looking for a hookup when I'm playing Word. I've never finished a game of Scrabble in my entire life, and yet as you know, thirty episodes ago, I 
I gave my one loss record on Scrabble. Uh, loyal listener Jason Moeller, by the way, beats the shit out of me more often than not. Um, I got I have over a thousand wins in words with friends. That's not bragging. I'm just saying I, I just oh, yeah, do it. It's, it's, it's facts. Yeah, it's facts. It's just you know, yeah. it's, it's shitter material. You know, in the old days, you used to bring your your Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And read some articles. Well, now I'm fucking playing words with friends on the shitter. I'm not looking for a date, and I'm not looking to invest in Bitcoin. So stop fucking <laughs> sending me. Yeah, stop fucking sending me messages. Hi, where are you from? What What do you do for a living? It's like I'm not your fucking friend. Play a word, and typically you know it's coming when the person that's sending those messages. The longest word is a three word. It's like, you know, you can play more than one tile, right? You don't have to make, you don't have to just add the A in front of the H every fucking play. It's like, you can play a word, a longer than two letter word. And it's just like, and it, why would that sector think that's even a, you know what? I'm really looking to try to. They're looking for a companion that's intellectual. Okay, so so yeah, so words with friends, I guess, is the way to go. So, but anyway, yeah. So it's anyway, not all about sex, Mike. So anyway, long story short, it might be about Bitcoin, but it's not about sex. Fuck you to those people on <laughs> words with friends. I may have even use that as a fuck you. It pisses me off. Hey, go on our Facebook page and drop naked pictures if you're 18 or older. That's that'll show your support. I don't need that on words with friends. Drop those <laughs> in my inbox. You know, you know, with with a you know, you know, proof of uh, you know, age. You know, hey, I'm a 33 year old female from Tupelo, Mississippi. Boom, there's my credentials. All right, now we're talking. <laughs> so yeah, I don't need the little games that you know, they're like that 400 pound fat guys playing with me. Like, hey, you ain't getting. I ain't no kid, bro. All right, that's a big assumption, Mike. All right, well, but I'm bummed. Yes, boom. Um, all right. So, what do you think, Dave? The old nil. Oh, is this a what do you think, Dave? Okay, yep. Name, image, likeness. Likeness. So, what we had a couple weeks ago, Quinn Ewers, E W E R S Ewers. I would think. That's how you pronounce it. E W E R S. Mm-hmm. Last year was a junior led his Texas high school football team to the state finals where they lost. This year, his team was projected to compete for a state championship. Didn't bother to look up the company who gave him the money, but somebody has given him over a million dollars for him to prosper on his name, image, and likeness. Now, 49 of the 50 states, it's illegal for high school athletes to be to make money right. off their name, image, or likeness. Sure. Which is, do you know the state that it is allowed? No. California. Huh. So, he, Mr. Ewers and his family had a decision to make. Who's committed to Ohio State, by the way. I'm pretty okay. sure he's committed to Ohio State. Gotcha. Play for a state championship. Can't really put a monetary value on that, but sure. Or take the million dollars, be ineligible, and take necessary classes, and enroll in Ohio State early, and be ready for his freshman year in 2022. You'd be an idiot if you didn't take the million. Agreed. So, um, that's I, what that's what I think. I mean, yep. I mean, I, if, if it was a hundred thousand dollars, 
you know what I mean? After taxes, I hate to, again, I hate to sound really nerdy, but when you, when you get done with all that kind of stuff and you're like, you know, what's it worth and et cetera, et cetera. But a million bucks as a high school kid, that is a no brainer. The, the million bucks is no brainer. I'm mean, actually, even with your earlier example, a hundred thousand dollars, I'm thinking a hundred thousand dollars and I'm going, well, our kids are out of high school now, so we can't use our, our kids, but, um, $100,000, if they're that good, they're going to make their money. I'm saying take your $100,000, go to college early. I, What Quinn, what, and if he gets any gas or anything, it's probably from parents who want their kid to be a state champion, and yeah. now is probably not going to be a state champion because they just lost their fucking quarterback. Yeah. But... Yeah, they're still gonna have a shot at it because if you if you're in the running for a state champ, you gotta you got some other players too, other than a quarterback. True. Fair you can't enough. you can't have a number one rated you know five star quarterback and then have shit for a line. Right, but you could probably that's probably more likely than if your state championship is depending on your left tackle. True. You, oh you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Right, 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 right. So, um, but yeah, I don't. What I want to see happen is this, and this is. And it it could really hurt some. And as when you brought the business cards over on what last Monday, whatever day, I think it was last Monday. Yeah. Um, and we we kind of talked about this. As you see, they we we kind of like pre potted a week in advance. Did, and it was like, well, what I want to see happen, like you know, the Nikes of the world, the Under Armors, the the Anheuser Busch, the Coke, the Pepsi's. Companies like the Amazons, sure. If they put money towards somebody in nil, and the kid turns out to be a a bag of dirt, right? Then shame on them. Shame on them, and but it's no harm, no foul, really. Right. But like, what if like you know, flights football or anything else pools our resources, and you know we're giving hey like hey you know what if let's give Quinn and yours a million bucks to really support. Flight football and anything else, and you know, right. give him a million bucks, and you know he'll be our spokesperson and everything. And like, what if the guy fucking doesn't even start at Ohio State? What if he fucking turns on like what <laughs> right. if he's like third string and he right. fucking gets three D uh, DU uh, minor in possessions and flunks out of school his first year, and yeah. he's working at UPS in a year and a half? I don't know, you know, if me and you shell a million dollars to this kid and he doesn't come through, that we're gonna be in trouble. That's, gonna that's be in shame on trouble. us. But, I mean, this is uncharted territory. So, right. I mean, there's going to be, I'm sure at some point, I mean, everything ends up being data, analytics, whatever. You know, they're going to be able to figure out. And, and there's going to be some bombs as well. Um, so. But, no, that's what I said. Yeah, I agree with you that there will be bombs. There will be hits. There will be misses. But it's like, the you know, the companies like Flights Football and anything else can't afford a miss because right. if we miss, we're well, fucking sure, dead. Sure, yeah, yeah. So the companies, you know, the companies that are going to do this are going to be the too big to fail companies that that'll brush it off and go, ah, we screwed up on that. So kid. you're saying the little guy like us won't do get involved in name and image and likeness. Well, they might, but it depends on your your risk tolerance. You know right, what I mean? well, I'm going to give on... you a much, and this is a perfect segue from what do you think, Dave, to this before we rate the all my friends are dead because I'm willing to do this. And I'll spring for the money. But I the only question I've got to ask him is I'll even triple the value if he does anything to promote it. Right. But one Jose Canseco, 
former half the Bash brothers. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Who made money with his book, ratting out the whole baseball world on steroids, but he also ostracized himself. Sure. And he's kind of almost become a pariah, if you will. Sure. He has said he will follow you on Twitter for 79 bucks. Shut up. And I am at, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at epodffa. And I know listeners, you know, like Nick Witzke's out there and say, well, hey, give me 80 bucks Tuesday at work. I'll fucking follow you on Twitter. <laughs> but hey, what are you going to do for me? I want, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm literally going to send Jose Canseco a direct message and say, look, I'll give you $150. Yeah. But I need you to mention at F, if at F, at EPOD FFA, and maybe even like put a link to the, the old flight football and anything else podcast. Right. In your, in your storyline. Well, yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. But will he do that? I'm not just going to give the fucking cat 80 bucks to fucking follow me because any Tom Dicker here can follow fucking anybody on Twitter. Right. I need, because he, let's, uh, at break, I'm going to look up how many followers Jose Canseco has. Okay. And um, I should have done that ahead of time, but I didn't know the segue was going to be this perfect. So, and if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there. It's like, hey, look, I'll give you 300 bucks. Yeah. To follow oh. me on Twitter, but I need what I what I need you to, to do is, you know, and I'll explain our cause. Hey, this is what we do. You gotta, you're more than welcome to be a guest. Yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. So, but Based if he's on, just gonna simply hit follow, yeah, and then never do anything again, then I'm not because that's not money well spent. Sure, you know. But if he like, even if he retweets right at one of our episodes, yeah. And I'll get his number of followers. That actually could be $150 well spent. Sure. Absolutely. Unless he has two followers. If Jose Canseco has two followers, it's like, well, hell, I have more than you, Jose. I think he's got a few more than that. (laughs) Well, I'll check that at the break. So, anyway. Hell, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and based on an interview I saw Pauly Shore with with, uh, Rogan, I might reach out to just reach out to him or you know his Rogan publicist. Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore. Oh. Oh fuck. Rogan's not gonna. Yeah, Rogan won't even get to it. He'll, he'll like, who are these <laughs> guys? Even like, though he was once on, he was on. What was it? Right. Not WRKRP. It's a news radio, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, wasn't Joe Rogan on news radio with uh, the guy who did he kill? You mean, him? You mean he, the sitcom? Yeah. Was he on that show? Wasn't he? I don't know. Somebody's Phil Hartman. Tell us. Phil Hartman. Well, yeah, I know. Did, what you're I, I always about. get, I always get confused. Did Phil Hartman kill his wife and then himself? Or did I don't his, did know. His I didn't wife kill her, him, and I, then, his wife killed him and then herself. I think. I think. I'm not sure. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> my sister. I know Jen was looking at me. Was there a glove involved? No, that was the OJ thing. Okay, yeah. sorry. I was getting those mixed up. Unless you refer to the rubber that was found at the scene in that glove, <laughs> that type of glove. Um, so anyway, let's. Uh, you ready to go with the All My Friends Are Dead? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, but you're, it's uh, second tasting, yep. so you're going first. And I'm, put, I'm putting mine down right now. All right. I'll, let me know when you've written it down. Yeah, uh, you I'm know, good. as, you know, I, I mean, I guess call me Motley Crue. Because I'm Dr. Feelgood when it comes to ratings. And I pride myself on being Mr. IPA, but apparently 
86 <laughs> weeks into this. You're beside sh- yourself, aren't you? Apparently 86 weeks into this shindig, I'm s- slowly becoming, switching from Mr. IPA to Mr. Stout. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't dare ruin this motherfucker with ice cream. This is uh-huh. scrump delicious. <laughs> it's delectable. It, it's chocolatey. It, it, you would think it would be heavy. Now, I don't think you could drink 15 of these. That's at interesting 13%. that you say chocolatey because there's apparently no chocolate Right, in it. but it's a chocolatey flavor. Wouldn't you agree? There's a Well, the vanilla. The, I think the vanilla right. and the hazelnut kind of combine, and you can you can get that. I, I You can get that from it, sure. And, then, and there's the, the coffee note. Yep. And, and it's wonderful. It is a fantastic beer. I know I went over four on Sloppy Whoppy. Two totally different beers, though. This is definitely a 415. 415. All right. So with everything you just said, I'm not going to reiterate it. I had, yeah, buddy, at 3.25. So I just I put it up there at 4.25. A full point higher. Yeah. All right. This, I is, yep. this is delicious. Very much, yes. And... It doesn't taste as rich as you said it was at the beginning of the segment. No, it, as the at the beginning of the segment, yeah, the first pull was okay. This is heavy. This is rich. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Now at the end of the pint, I'm hoping third tasting is all my friends are dead. Take two. <laughs> so, um, all right, and it's spectacular. And, well, I don't know what, at 13.5%, I don't think you could drink too, too many. But I think you could have three. If you had three, you're probably done. Yeah. Well, Mike, when we get a when we get a beer like that, uh, you know, whatever is after it is really hard to follow. So I'm hoping this is a decent one. This is Haze, you guys. What movie? And I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's following that, the particular movie that I'm trying to... I, I don't think so with a skull. With a skeleton. Probably not. But do you know what I'm talking about? Um, no. Goonies. Well, I never saw Sloth? Goonies. Never saw Goonies. No? Okay. For those for those people out there that know what I'm talking about, Sloth is the kind of the... He's, he ends up being the... He's not even an anti-hero. He ends up being the hero. Kind of a, a deformed, grotesque, kind of a you know huge, bulky, super strong character. Ah, oh, you got to watch Goonies. Princess of Power! I, I, well, I, okay, maybe I will, but I, ha- I haven't, so I didn't get that. But I can't imagine that's what it's referring to. With if you see that, no, it looks probably like not. Fire behind a skull. But it was about you know Goonies. At least was about they were trying to find an old pirate treasure. Okay, and you know what I mean. And so the the old pirate when they found the ship, everybody, all the old pirates, you know, they were skeletons. Right. So I'm not sure. Maybe. Possibly. Well, apparently this is an experimental hype, a hazy IPA. Well, slightly hazy. I think that's the experimental part. Okay. So anyway, the stats on this guy right here are 6% alcohol and the infamous NA as far as IBUs. But um, apparently it's an experimental, uh, slightly hazy IPA. Uh they bill it as a New England IPA, so there should be some grapefruit, fruity, flavorful um, notes on that one as well. It's from Pigeon Hill Brewing Company in Muskegon, Michigan. 
Uh, it's got Idaho 7 and Centennial uh, hops in it. For All those right. of you that are keeping track of the hops. All right. But it's got a like an orangish can with a skull on it. Like you mentioned before. As we pour this, Dave, isn't it this week that the Yankees and White Sox play at Field of Dreams? I believe it. I'm interested to see how they pull that off. I mean, because obviously the crowd... You mean Kevin Costner's field? Yes. Okay. Um, I think he got it all. I'm interested to see how they pull that off. Because obviously seating, there's not going to be anywhere near a major league capacity. No, I think there were like four rows on those bleachers. Right, right yeah. So <laughs> it, that's what I mean. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. So um, today's August 8th. Yeah. God, I'm sure it's. It might even be tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Because I know the Yankees. The Yankees were at home against Seattle, so I know it wasn't today. No. So it, it's. I, I'm sure it's coming up this week. Uh, let me check real quick. Oh, I'm at the end. All no, right. I'm 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 looking through the, through my source. I don't see. I don't see it. All right. Well. All anyway, right. without anyway. further ado, you got your. Uh, Dead Bear Brewing Company pint glass. I've got my real seafood company pint glass. Cheers. All right. Mm-hmm. The citrus is big on the notes, but not on the taste as much. Oh, I think this is a bit citrusy than than the uh, Yeah Buddy. Oh, well, yeah, way more than... But it's more so on the notes than the taste. I mean, when I'm... When I bring it up to drink, I smell like an orange tangerine scent. Right. But then as I drink it, I th- those flavors aren't as re- uh, prevalent. Well, I'll see. I don't know. I'm going to have... Yeah, we have 12 ounces figured out. So, <laughs> All right, Dave. Get your time clock ready. All right. Your favorite Got and it. mine. Here we go. Mike's Whirl Around the World of Sports in five minutes or less begins now. All right. Well, since we last met, which as we talked about in episode earlier in this episode about episode 85, the Red Sox were playing last Sunday. And since last Sunday, my beloved Red Sox have been God awful. <laughs> and that's an understatement. Compiling a two and six record, starting with last Sunday's loss to three and to Tampa Bay three to two, as I mentioned earlier <laughs> in the pod that Dave just shoved it right in my keister. Without the benefit uh, of yeah, a reach around, they had uh, a travel day to the D. Lost to the Tigers four to two. Beat the Tigers on Wednesday four to one. Got shelled by the Tigers eight to one on Thursday. Went to Toronto. Uh, lost to Toronto 12 to 4 Friday, split a doubleheader with the Blue Jays, lost to Robbie, Robbie Ray in the Jays 1 to nothing. Naturally, I had, I knew Robbie Ray would do good. I didn't thought the bats would do better. I had the Jays minus one and a half, and the Red Sox lost by one again. <laughs> so, um, and then the nightcap, the Red Sox won two to one. And then maybe the most painful loss of the entire week was today, where the Red Sox had a 7-2 lead at one point. Ouch. 8-6 in the eighth. And then George Springer hits the three-run bomb off Matt Barnes 
Blue Jays go on to take three of four from the Red Sox with a 9-8 victory. And what makes matters worse is while the Red Sox were struggling at 2-6 this week, the Jays, the Rays, and the Yanks, all teams that improved themselves at the trade deadline, like I said last week, the Red Sox did fucking nothing. And I don't even believe uh, Kyle Schwarber's fucking played yet. That was their big move of the fucking deadline, and he hasn't even fucking played yet. Those three teams that improved at the deadline have all went 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. Anyway, so I'm still worshiping at the altar of Cora. Upper management just handcuffed them, and we'll see if we can right the ship. Speaking of the Jays, first homestand in Toronto since 2019. Because yeah, last year they were right. yep, so... Yep. Uh, Olympics, final medal count. Well, I don't know if it's final. The last medal count I saw, USA, 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 113, China, 88. The ROC, which is the Russian Olympic Committee, and I didn't, I thought Russia was banned from the Olympics, but apparently the Russian Olympic Committee was They can rebrand themselves. <laughs> so, yeah. They were third of 71, and the U.S. actually overtook China in gold medals. 3938 cuz <clears throat> excuse me folks uh this 5 minutes quick pace lose breath um <laughs> china was leading in gold most of the way right but it, the us uh ended up at the, the last time i saw it was 3938 usa men's hoops finally fucking pulled their head out of their ass terrible in the qualifiers lost the first game of olympic play and then won out to win the gold Men's baseball ended up losing to Japan 2 nothing. took the silver. So um, that's really not, I mean, that wasn't America's best at America's best in the sport of baseball. But, hey, we took the silver medal there. NASCAR, Kyle Larson, my pick, by the way, won today at Watkins Glen. Thank you very much, Kyle Larson. PGA went uh, the St. Jude's Classic. Went to a three-man playoff between Abraham Anser, um, Hideki, Hideki, and Harris, and uh, no. uh, oh, yeah, Sam, dude. Sam Burns, and what Hideki, Burns. Hideki Mariama. No, no, that's his last name. Is yeah, no, it's uh, yo Hideki uh, Matsuyama, Matsuyama, and Sam Burns, and Sam Burns, yeah, and uh, Abraham Answer won when uh, Sam Burns shit himself on a <laughs> very makeable putt. Yeah, and. Uh, UFC, as you mentioned earlier in the pod, Sorrell game became one, beat Derek Lewis for UFC 265 and became the UFC's first ever French champion. Stop the clock. 438. 438. Gave you guys 22 seconds back. All right. Anything step or what did, what did you see in the world of sports in this past week or what floated your boat? I want to just come. All right, really quick. Um, if you were to like give a nod to the men or the women in the Olympics uh, for kind of the most headlines or the most well done, I think I would give the nod to the women. Uh, women's basketball: Sue Bird and Diane. Diana. Um, oh crap! I'm going to mispronounce her name. Uh, to sorry. Oh, I'm going to. Oh shoot! I butchered it. Anyway, five Olympics. Five gold medals, uh, best bas- best backcourt, best uh, basketball duo. Some people are claiming, if you look on ESPN, uh, some coaches, uh, some of the writers, best 
basketball duo ever. Ever. So, I mean, let that kind of sink in about your best basketball duos. Um, and then uh, Allison Felix, uh, track uh, person, uh, she 11 uh, Olympic medals. She surpassed Carl Lewis, I think was the, as far as men's and women's all time. And then um, I think there were a couple others. But anyway, uh, that was pretty cool. But if uh, any of you that follow U- UFC, uh, this surreal gang guy, <laughs> if you've ever seen Derek Lewis fight, I mean, he is formidable. I mean, he takes he takes a lick and keeps on ticking, right? Yep. And you're just waiting for him to land one punch. His nickname should be Timex. <laughs> right. But he's one of those guys that you know if you're in the if you're if your face is in the wrong place in the wrong time you're done, one hit and he can he can knock you out. But this guy right here made him look stupid. I think on the stats, oh crap, and I don't have him right in front of me. But by memory, I think Derek was on significant strikes. Derek Lewis was sixteen for thirty-seven. Okay. Uh, Cyril was a hundred. No, he's ninety-eight for one twenty-two. So that tells you what kind of a what, this was a pummeling, right? Of somebody that was a he's been a heavyweight contender the you know for a lot of his career, right? So apparently this is an up-and-coming guy that you kind of want to watch. He is he is an artisan in his craft, if you want to call MMA a craft. Well, it's definitely a craft. But now I'm going to say. Once again, like you know, with the McGregor thing, yeah. when he was <laughs> saying, uh, "What's his name's <laughs> wife was yeah. DMing him," right? I'm gonna, you know, tip my cap to Dana White and also put on my conspiracy theory hat because UFC, what was this, two sixty five, two sixty six? I think two sixty five. Yeah, two sixty five, two sixty six, seven, eight, or nine, or maybe even two seventy is supposed to be in France for the first time ever. Right. What better way to generate business in the sport? Yeah. To say our champion is from France. <laughs> True. Come on. True. You know. So I'm not. I'm, hey, the guy. I'm not saying the guy didn't deserve to win. I'm just. I'm just like I said. I'm putting my yeah. marketing slash conspiracy theory hat on the head and saying that's. Hmm, this seems kind of weird. Never <laughs> yeah. had a French champion, but UFC 268 or whatever it is is going right. to be in France. That should sell some tickets, don't you think? One would think. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> possibly. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, those guys, I mean, you watched, you watched like WWF, right? Or WWE. It was, WWF. It, it was WWF many years ago, but then the World Wildlife Federation sued Vince McMahon, so he went to the <laughs> okay. World Wrestling Entertainment. Okay, so WWE. There's so, your wrestling reference, Caitlin. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you watch that, and you're like, okay, well, you know, they're athletes, they're hitting each other, but there's some element there where you're like, I understand it's probably a little scripted. When you watch these guys... And you watch how hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there's it's uh, your conspiracy theory. Yes, it's it, it it'll stand for right now, just because of the timing of everything. Right. But I mean, when you when you watch some of these guys in their heads, you know, you see the contact and you see anyway, whatever. Um, 
but those were those were kind of my takeaways from. And my big takeaway, and I didn't mention it directly, although it was part of the uh, USA one thirteen total thirty nine golds. Um, shot USA shot putter. Right, what was it? Ryan Clausen? Oh, uh, Ryan Cor. Yeah, Cor. Not Corvair. Whatever yeah. the shot putter from the U.S. that won the gold. Yeah. Right. To me, you get six throws. Yeah. And you break the Olympic record in five of the six throws. That's a good day. <laughs> that's that is a pretty that's good a day. good day. Uh, I think it was like, you know, it would piss me off because the article I read gave it because it wasn't as impressive because it was. 23.2 meters. And I'm like, meters? Uh, fuck, that's 22. That's not very far. Fuck, my son threw it for 20. Oh, meters. Hey, what? And then I had to do the conversion. Yeah. No, you were right, by the way. Corsair. C-R-O-U-S-E-R. Corsair? Corsair? Sure. And, he, and, he, and he beat, he, but he did not beat his world record that he did in qualifying he was just off his world record throw, but he beat the Olympic the, record in five and six right. throws. Right. So he's got it going on right now. Yeah, so now, all right, so now here's, I don't know his age. By the way, for reference, if everybody wants to kind of understand, like, how far he's throwing it, it's a 16-pound implement, 16-pound yep. shot put. So he's standing at the baseline of a basketball court. And he's sh- he's shot putting it from the baseline to the just past the other free throw line. Yes, on the opposite side of a regulation oh. basketball court. Oh. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I found. And, and to and to break the Olympic record. Right. There've been a lot of Olympics. No, a yeah. lot of shot throwers. Yeah. And he broke the Olympic record with five of his six throws. <laughs> and that's to me that's phenomenal. And um. Before we get to this week's random question, Dave, I'm going to just throw it out there. I'm not 100% sure, but I may be going back. I touched on it earlier in the episode. I said more on that later. I've got till 5.30 tomorrow night to decide. I'm in I'm, suspense. I may be going back into the uh, coaching Oh, room. boy. But if I'm in, I'm all in. Oh, yeah. Headbutts and bloody foreheads and, and all. I'm not, and I'm not the, other than our Tennessee weekend. Obviously, I'm going to, have to tell everybody, hey, I'm going to be gone for this particular game, which right. will probably be the third game of the year. If I show up tomorrow, I'm in. If I skip, I'm just going to tell them I just I, – it's a time commitment, especially with no dog in the fight. Right. But I, I honestly think I have a lot to offer. Not X and O's why. There are hundreds of guys that could X and O me to death. Right. Equal talent. My heart will beat your X's and O's because I'll get my kid. You know, now if you give me, you know, the the Tweedledee and Tweedledum that can't fucking blink their eyes and <laughs> chew gum, turn the their head, yeah, yeah, then then yeah, it doesn't matter how much heart they have. You get equal competition, right? I yeah. I will beat Vince Lombardi in a football game with it, uh, equal competition. Well, I'm and, that confident in my abilities as a motivator. You'll Vince Lombardi will X and O me to death, and he'll he'll start talking terminology. I'll be like, blah, blah, I should eat some paint now, <laughs> and, and I will just be speechless with the terminology that somebody even at the youth football league. I went to a youth football conference in Grand Rapids. 
And they're sitting there talking terminology, and I'm thinking to myself, this is like, I should be in a fucking class in Latin, and I would be fucking more knowledgeable than I, because I fucking have no clue as what they're talking about, and I've been a football fan all my life. And I felt like, uh, the, the one class that I got benefit out of that Grand Rapids convention was um, the strength and conditioning coach about motivation. And then I'm thinking, okay, that's where I am. Where was I'm he? The motivation oh, here's what guy. I want to ask. Here's what I want to ask. I got to interrupt you. Where yeah. was he from? Where is the strength and conditioning coach Northwestern, from? Northwestern. Okay. I think. That is fucking dumb. Because you're at a youth football. We're talking third grade through, f- what, eighth grade? And you've got a strength coach from Northwestern. A lot of these clinics I go to, you know, they talk way up here and everybody else is way down right. here with the level that they're coaching and it's dumb. Right. But you know why that is, though? Because when they say, hey, Dave, when you come to this clinic, it's $199 because we got the strength and conditioning coach from Wisconsin here. And you're like, oh, God, yeah, fuck, I'll go. It must be a great conference. Yeah. So, you know, you have. And I can apply nothing because these kids. (laughs) Right, right. Well, that's the way I felt when they were talking about D. I'm like, huh? And and I've been a football fan my entire life. Not just because you're a football fan doesn't mean you can coach, but like I said, I mean, there's everybody like, you know, even Swan Valley Youth Football. Yeah. There's probably 10 guys that could X and O me to death. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know. Yeah, right. Hey, run them whatever play oh, you want. Oh, I, I've, I've seen it before. Right. But my my job is to get my fucking right. troops ready right. to run through a fucking wall. Okay. And if Case you give me point. if you give me ex, if you give me equivalent talent, yeah. my heart will beat your game plan. Case in point, the freshman football team was kind of on a lull. And I told the coaches at the time, I said, you put Mike in the locker room before the game. Youth football coach, he knows because it's you know it's his kids' class. He knows those. Were you kids. the one that asked Dave D- yes. Lang to tell me yes. that? Yes, it, it yes. was like a fucking movie. Here, it was oh, shit, like I, a movie. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! 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 I just hurt my shoulder. Pat myself on the back. But I Fuller. went in there. I, I, Fuller. In the opening kickoff, he fucking <laughs> took it to the house. I, opening, <laughs> you 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 pinned yeah. him in a corner, yeah. and you 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 did your Mike Peters thing. And the kid took the opening kickoff to the house. Yep. <laughs> it was like I was I was like proud of myself. I'm like, yep. you know, I I did that. You know, you I, I, helped, you, you, I helped facilitate you that. You were proud of yourself. Boy, I was yeah, yeah. I almost <laughs> reached orgasmic ecstasy. It's like <laughs> well, hey, we're talking was, about youth football and boys, Mike. Well, yeah, down. that that but but that was just by myself. Like, well, wow, that was my and then but the only thing I was disappointed with and I knew I think it was was it Carson City? Whatever, whoever the team was, it was we were playing a JV team as freshmen. No, I, that was well, that whatever it was, it was uh, oh, it was it was our freshman team, but it was it wasn't Carson City, but it was their JV. It team. was their JV team, yeah. That he did, and that we and we, yeah. and we and I went to the locker room at halftime, and I tried to get uh, Dave Allen or Brian, is Allen. It Bri- Brian Allen, Dave Lang. Right? No. Doug Lang. Garrett Lang. Garrett? His first name's Garrett? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry if you guys listen to the podcast. <laughs> Brian Allen and Garrett Lang. I would never have guessed Garrett. I tried to get their attention because I needed to say one thing. Because we did lose that game. Right. Barely. Because I wanted to say one thing. Because I wanted to get in there and my speech was going to be, look it. You guys are freshmen. These these guys are fucking sophomores or older. 
you're a freshman team versus a JV team. You're beating them at halftime, and they're fucking pissed. Yeah. You have to stay together, stay strong, because they're going to come out and fucking hit you they're in the mouth. They're going to be angry. Exactly. And, but they wouldn't. I couldn't get into the locker for that halftime speech. Oh. That would have sealed the deal. We'd have got that one. But anyway, yeah, so that's my specialty. And John Wonderly, first day, I, it's amazing. Monday, August 9th, fucking the NFL season just started 10 days ago, whatever. The NFL started 10 days ago in Swan Valley, third, fourth football is starting Monday, August 9th. And I'm like, all right, I want to do it. Do I want, uh, I don't want to spend that much time. I want to do it because I think I can, you know, even if I impact three kids, I mean, I think I have the, my, coming out of school, my initial goal, like I said last night, was to be a teacher. Right. I, I think I can mold young people. You know, I'm not, not, tell- not in this setting, obviously. That's a bad <laughs> example in this setting. But but I and then but it's like, do I wanna go there? Now I don't think John will coach on Friday. I mean, you know, only Coach Gilbert and I were sickos enough to fucking practice on, <laughs> on Friday, but nobody fucking seemed to mind. And we right. all and, but whatever. So but join us for episode eighty-seven <laughs> to to see if I have fucking rejoined the coaching fraternity because I am literally right there. I'm not trying to tilt you either way, but I'm telling you, like when you would headbutt those kids and your head would be bleeding and all the kids would be, you know, just just psycho riled up and ready to, you know, play the second half. And you know, there's going to be that one, you know, as far as our kids were concerned, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, that's Mike. Yeah, that was hey. more, yeah. But there's going to be that one mom that doesn't oh, know you from Adam, right. and they're going to go get that crazy nope, motherfucker nope. off the sideline because they're going to. My kid is terrified of this guy. My, but my only, my only argument to that, my only defense to that is you're right. That, but that's why I'm going back at the third and fourth grade level. I'm not joining the seventh graders. <laughs> okay. I'm joining the third and fourth. Yeah, grade you level never headbutted th- until probably middle school. No, I headbutted third grader lightly though, <laughs> lightly, like, lightly. <laughs> okay, but. What I'm saying is, you gotta you gotta w- bring your style in and let them grow up yeah. with that style. Because if I if they put me on the seventh grade team and I use my coaching style, the even the kids would be like, "Who is this fucking old guy? <laughs> right? He's true, a true. he's creepy. He's a fucking <laughs> weirdo." But if I at third grade level. That's all those. That's all Nick, Max, Joe. Yeah, that's all they'll know. That, that's all they knew. It was like, all right, well, hey, where's Coach Peters? I need somebody screaming in my ear, just goof, goofy, good-natured screaming. And, you know, like, we'd be on the field game time. and say, hey, Peter Cross, what time is it? It's Metallica time, he'd say, because there's Metallica <laughs> playing over the loudspeaker. But I right. got him early and, and right. went up with it. Yeah, got it. So, anyway, and, and, and as of... What time we got here, Dave? 9.15 Sunday, August 8th, which is 12, 18 hours away from D-Day. Not 100% sure which way I'm leaning. If you put a gun to my head and said, decide right now, I, I, I'm going to say I'm going. because I'm 50, it's pro- If I had to give a percentage, it's probably 53.47 that I'm going to redo it. Right. Fuck it. Yeah. And we'll yeah. and hey, join us next week at episode eighty seven. We'll see. see how our first week of conditioning went. We'll see. So All right. All right, Dave. Random question. Uh, yeah, time. We, yeah, we get down to that tail end of the night. Where's the random question? And tonight's my random question. And as I uh 
twist off the top of, because uh, I've already finished. Hey, you guys. Who do you wish you could get back into contact with? Oh, wow. See, that's a tough question nowadays with Facebook and texting and being able to communicate with whoever you want to. Um, wow. Um, I pretty much contacted at least once a year anybody that I want to contact. Uh, high school, college, afternoon. Maybe Rob Garcia. Hey, who's Rob Garcia? I used to teach with him. I used to I used to work with him, and then he went he went a different direction, right? He went into the corporate world. Um, but we were pretty close. You know what I mean? Um, just off the top of my head, random question. Uh, yeah, Rob. Now, what's it, keeping it, you from doing so? I have no idea. Time. You know what I mean? Uh, just just being able to sit down and do it. Maybe the awkwardness of why haven't I done it earlier? Oh, well, but there's that sh the awkwardness. It's a two way street. Yeah, exactly. That's what okay. I was gonna say. It's so like it shouldn't be. Sure. I mean, if he hasn't reached out to you, so now, all right. I think he actually did at one point, probably years ago, and then I I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> like he he didn't like send you an IM that no, said you know, tickle no. your ass with a feather, he did. <laughs> no. So what? No. Uh, so what? All right, so you, you were both teachers. Or I was you stayed teaching. He went into the corporate world, and then, as we say in the pod business, life got in the way. Mm -hmm. Or like, was it something like you know he owed you a hundred bucks? And no, 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 no. It was it was life got in the way. Excuse me, uh, life got in the way, and I was thinking about how to respond, and then just shit happened, and I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Rob Garcia. Rob Garcia. No relation to George or. No. Okay. No, no. Not all right. at all. Bay City guy. All right. See, now, when I read that question, I thought the same thing as you, where, you know, hey, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have Twitter, you have text messages, and, you know, phones, da, da, da. So it's like, this has got to be somebody that's already dead. Oh, so I'm thinking that that's you. what that... So oh, my I didn't even think about my that. I was just thinking of the living. My obvious answer... Is my dad. Right. But that doesn't lend a great conversation because that's obvious. I mean, hey, I, I miss my dad. And the, what I miss the most about my dad was all the youth sports that I coached with Justin and Nick. Right. You know, they had dads. Right. Me, and grandpas. Yeah. And Bill's done a wonderful job as a step-grandfather, but sure. you, know, you know, he got to the party late. So to speak, but it, you know, so there's nothing against Bill, right? But you know, I uh, Liz's dad yeah. knew Justin, and he passed away when Liz was pregnant with Nick, and then my dad held Justin, who was a year ish, yeah, and then obviously never knew Nick. So obviously, my dad would be the obvious choice, but that doesn't. The second person would be. Ed Perryard. In my opinion, he was to coaching what I, that's who I model myself after when I coach. I'm more of a rah-rah guy than Ed was, but Ed had your back and brought out the best in you. 
And that's what I, when I coach, that's what I try to do. And there's a, a road and birch run that was unmarked. And he went through it and got hit by a semi and was killed. And this was, oh, fuck. What you mean, as far as a, a stop sign yeah. or a yield sign or anything And there like was that? nothing. Oh, wow. And then they, they put, or, or there was a sign, maybe a yield, he blew through it, or maybe a stop, he blew through it. Whatever it was, he got T-boned by a truck and was killed around Christmas time. And I graduated 85, so this would have been, let's say, 89-ish, give okay. or take. Right. And any of you, any of our listeners that are familiar with this and want to correct me on this, I'm not going to put this on correct, correction corner or anything. It's just time flies. But it. 89, 90, whatever. And at that time, I, you know, I struggled with panic attacks at the time of the funeral. And there was a funeral. And I'm just, I was just like, I just can't go to it. I just, I, you know, I was like, I, I can't. I, I just can't do it. I, right. you know, I, even though I, 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 I love the guy. And right. he's my absolute favorite coach of all time. And I just, he died. There was a funeral. You know, the funerals on Tuesday. Whatever, whatever. I wanted to go. I wanted. To, I just couldn't. I just. Right. I was just like too nervous. Too like. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I. I just couldn't do it. Besides yourself. And so Ed Perriard, other than the obvious choice of my dad, Ed Perriard would be the person that I would like to, con- you know, yeah. connect with, contact the most because. Great choice. And, and hey, and, and this guy picked me up by my Facebook and said, "Get your fat fucking face out of here!" <laughs> and then, you know, so that shows you how much I like that guy because right. he's a, and he said, "These guys, you're." And then in one practice, I was dogging it, and he gra- again picked me up by my face mask and he said, "Are these guys your friends, you fucking pussy?" <laughs> and he, he was telling me, "You didn't fucking, right. you did not fuck off." You didn't fucking mouth off Dad Perryard. No, but it was. It's <laughs> I like, mean, but it was. But it's like TK. He yep. said, "If I'm not yelling at you, I don't care." That's what, it, and uh, that's what my dad always. Used. He said, "Hey, when they when they stop yelling, they stop caring." Yeah, because it was like because you you don't yell at a kid. I mean, if the kid can't bend over and tie his shoes, you're not gonna fucking blow his brains out. Like, yeah, you stupid motherfucker, get them because you're like. Okay, well, he just can't do it. So. Right. Hey, all right, nice try, Davey. Right. <laughs> you know, so, so right. but anyway. Cool. So yeah, so those you know the, that those are the people that I would like to contact with the most. So, all right, Dave. God damn, where does the time go? We're already right near third tasting we're episode eighty six. We're having fun. Of flights, football, and anything else. Follow us on Facebook. Give us a like. All right, so uh, we've got. Um, Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. So I'm going to put this in the same. Here, before you say anything, let me get my rating written down. All right, I'm done. I'm going to put it in the very solid IPA. I mean, there's nothing that really is, again, from, you know, earlier pods, if anybody, the regular listeners, nothing blowing my dress up, but this is good. This is really, really solid. Um, in terms of a New England IPA, I'm going to put it just maybe maybe a tick below. I'm going to go 3.20. All right. Tick below, yeah, buddy. All right, well, as the listeners know, 
I tend to rate pod to pod. And on another night, I mean, hey, I mean, this is just like uh, who who uh, Cyril, who did Cyril beat in two sixty five? Derek Lewis. Derek, Derek Lewis. Yep. On a, hey, on a, on episode eighty eight, this actually could be a three eight, but it it just it it found its way on episode eighty six and. <laughs> it, it 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 came up against a couple of hitters. Yeah, and nothing wrong with it, but nowhere near the first two. I mean, not even. All right, let's get let's get all my friends are dead out of there because that's the stout this IPA. So we're gonna even, not even compare it to that. But yeah, buddy, was way better than this. I come in at three point zero zero. All right, solid. All right, Dave. Well. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, for the 86th time, I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get there about a year. Mm.